my business, sometimes it's just better to give the people what they want. And today, people want cotton candy and popcorn. For months on end, we've gotten tons of messages from you fans, asking us to do an episode on killer clowns from outer space. Well, the wait is over. It's finally time to break down this cult classic. Released in 1988 under Transworld Entertainment, Edward, Charles, and Stephen Chiodo wrote, directed, and did the practical effects for Killer Clowns. That's just unheard of today. And even though this movie is laced with humor, I can't ignore the magic created by the Chiodo brothers. The special effects built the scenery that made Killer Clowns unique and unmatched by any other film. I can't let the comedy overshine all the hard work and innovation created by these three. And honestly, I don't think it does, because somewhere in this world right now, someone is watching this movie. I promise you. And it's not for their love of the plot. Vibrant cinematography, overacting, and clowns on a spaceship. What's not to love? There's a reason why this movie grossed over $43 million, and there's also a reason why you see characters from this movie at every horror convention you go to. We're going to discuss all of them. So this is a big episode, lots to unpack. So go ahead and get your ticket for the show. Grab some ice cream, maybe some cotton candy. The circus is in town. Or in your car, or office, or headphones, or wherever you're listening, I guess. So, without any further introduction, here is our take on Killer Clowns from Outer Space. to the Sloppy Horror Podcast. I am your host and your scary movie companion, Christian Ramey, and back again for another week clapping them cheeks, the best producer in the whole wide world, Mr. Ozark Mark. Ozark, how are you living tonight? Hello, my lovelies. I am back here to keep you company, mm-hmm. like I always do. Why? Because I love you. We, yeah, and we you do. love me. And we're all one big happy family here at the Sloppy Horror Podcast. So, this is uh, episode uh, three, right, in the season. Is that what it is? Is it four? I don't know. Hold on, hold on. Let's see. We did Silence of the Lambs. We did The Burning. Okay, so this This is is three. Yeah, this is three. Episode three here in season four. And uh, what is this episode for those who do not know Mr. Christian Ramey? This is a big one, guys. Everyone's been breaking our balls, saying you guys aren't doing any B pictures. You guys don't like B pictures. Well, if uh, if I can object, sir, this is one of Ozark and I's favorite movies of all time, Killer Clowns from Outer Space. Killer don't, Clowns. Don't Holy let, shit. Don't let Ozark lie to you. Now, I might be the, the horror nerd just because I go into weird, deep research, but Mark's one of those guys where he is say, like he's not a horror nerd, but like if you laid out ten movies in front of him, um, I guarantee he would gravitate more towards the horror ones than he would towards like uh, regular like The Notebook or the, a sports movie or something. I, I guarantee you would gravitate more towards something that has a little blood in it. So, because here's what happens, Mark. I think every week, like, all right, what movie am I going to have Mark and I talk about? What's he want to talk about? And I'm like, man, I don't know if he knows everything. But every fucking movie I run into, I'm like, I feel like Mark's seen this. He knows this. Killer Clowns, me and you have watched this together. I can't tell you how many times we've watched this movie. It's a classic. This movie here, Killer Clowns from Outer Space, is the pure definition. If fun time for a movie was a definition in the dictionary, a picture of the Killer Clowns would pop up under it. Mm -hmm. This is 100% fun movie. That's all it's intended to be. It is. It really is. Oh, no. Um, there's, this was made by a group of three brothers, okay? And this, these brothers were called the Chiodo Brothers. 
They were huge into claymation. They were huge into special and practical effects. I mean, you should look up the Cheeto Brothers. They have been in a lot more movies than you can imagine and, and even think of. I mean, from Pee Wee to just, I mean, crazy stuff, crazy stuff. And actually kind of a weird fact, too, that band Chiados, that's where they got their name. It was just kind of a spoof off of this name because they loved these movies and some of these old style things that they did. I'm right there with them. So what we will do is give you a quick little uh, rundown, which we don't even need to for this movie because you don't need to understand it at all. It's not a movie that you even need to understand. But No, this is 100%. You can watch this 100% mindless. Oh, yes. Flip it on at any moment. You're right in there. So uh, a meteor comes to Earth, but it's not a meteor. It's a giant spaceship. A bunch of teens and 20-something-year-olds are making out on top of the mountain. They find this. They go figure out what it is. They see it's a giant circus tent. And the killer clowns, they find out that these people kill people and turn them into cotton candy. And they're a lot of fun. And everybody in the town starts to get, you know, attacked by these clowns. And then there's two police officers, both of which are hilarious. One is overacting to the point where it is hard to watch. And the other is just a complete dick. And he's really funny. Uh, I forget that guy's name that played Officer Mooney, but he's in a lot of stuff. He was uh, in a lot of, like, the old westerns. He was in the Outlaw Josie Wales with Clint Eastwood. Yeah. Um, he did a lot of those old pictures. Uh, I enjoyed those a lot, um, those old cowboy movies, believe it or not. But he's actually a good actor. And I feel like the dude who played Dave, that cop, isn't a bad actor, but he just was in this movie. He didn't match the tone everybody else had. Everybody else was kind of kidding. And he's like, we're going to figure this out. No, both of them are, Mooney and Dave. <laughs> like, I love their banter between each other because it's such intense acting on a non-intense acting movie. Yes. <laughs> just, but Officer Mooney is... You would think, as much as I love clowns, Christian Ramey, a clown would be my favorite character in this. It's not. It's 100% Officer Mooney. I thought it would be. I he thought it would be. He is funny through the whole thing. He cracks me up. A, a, a walking quote line. <laughs> One-liners. One-liners all the time. He's the best. I, I want to talk to you about one of my favorite one-liners from this movie. So, first off, the Cheeto brothers were big fans of... Old school horror flicks like uh, like The Blob and, um, and you know, uh, uh, Invasion of the Body Snatchers, all these crazy old flicks. And they kind of spoofed it. This movie is actually like the scary movie of its time because there's a bunch of those movies that kind of spoofed within it. And even there's a familiar scene almost reminiscent to Creepshow, you know, when the meteor comes uh, and lands and then there's an old farmer there with this dog. He kind of <laughs> reminds you of uh, Stephen King and Creepshow. And, oh, man, that farmer guy is the best. I love that guy. Oh, he gets so pumped, and he's talking to his hound dog, right? And he sees this meteor, and he's like, you see this? Oh, there are, all these people are going to come see this. There's going to be thousands of people. He says, they're going to have hot dogs. They're going to have helicopters. They're going to have airplanes and tacos. <laughs> like, I don't understand it at all. Was that in the script that way? Did he write it that way? What? And tacos. <laughs> I can't ever hear. <laughs> like he, that man ruined the word tacos oh, for me. Like and tacos. That's that's an earworm. That's going to be every time I see tacos or a Mexican restaurant. You're going to Taco Bell. And they're going to have tacos. 
It's so fun. It's about six minutes in to the yes, movie. So it's, um, it's six minutes of pure joy. And it kind of it it's you know it sucks like this is the saddest this is an actual sad part for me which is weird okay because I'm a sucker when I see another human being like experiencing like pure like pure joy like in the formest like you know you say you can go to the casino or something and win ten thousand dollars and you could be happy but that's not pure joy that's not what I'm talking about but this man is going through he's all excited and then once he sees the circus tent. He gets so excited to go to a carnival. Like, I'm serious. Like, as weird as it sounds, but he looks so excited and he's so pumped up with joy. I was like, Where's man, that damn ticket booth? I know. <laughs> like, he's so happy now. And I was like, oh, man, like, I don't know why. But I was like, I feel bad for this man and he's about to die. Like, everybody else, I could care. But it's like, man, he was just so happy to go to a carnival. He found a carnival. They're going to have tacos. Like, he's. And oh. this man doesn't die just anyway. So, like, his dog starts to trail behind him, and then he hears, like, the, and then all of a sudden, wait, where's the dog? He sees the dog's bandana on the ground. He goes and picks it up, and he's like, where's my dog? And he starts beating on the circus tent, and he grabs it. And he's like, what's he say? He's like, he goes, rrr, 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 or he gets electrocuted. He says, this thing's charged. <laughs> he said, this place is wired. That's <laughs> <laughs> the funniest electrocution scene in the ever in it's, cinema it, history. It's wave, yeah, dude, if I had to pick between that and the doorknob on the people under <laughs> stairs, I'm picking this one just because of what he said. <laughs> <laughs> Why is somebody getting electrocuted always hilarious? It shouldn't be. And it, <laughs> it is not, but it is. Dude, he went down. Yeah. He went down. Um, and these clowns, they have guns that shoot out popcorn, and then they also have like a laser gun that just straight turns you into cotton candy. Which a, what a cool concept, man. What a cool concept. And, that you know, you get some invasion of the body snatchers there with the cocoons, but, you know, they're cotton candy cocoons. That shit's pretty funny to me. So, the, I guess the main character is Mike in this movie, and he's with his girlfriend, Debbie, and they're, like, making out at the top of the hill, and they also see the meteor uh, after the old man, and they go try to figure out what it is, and it's actually his girl's fault. She's like, come on, let's go see it. And he's like, no, nah, I don't want to do that shit. She's like, come on. <laughs> Typical horrible idea. Yep. Oh, yeah, yeah, yep. Why well, ruin the moment? You were in a nice car, you are getting a little bit of tang in the tonsils. Mm-hmm. Oh, let's go chase a meteor now, because that sounds like a fantastic idea. Horrible idea. So they find this, and it's a spaceship, actually, and uh, they get into a tussle with the clowns, and they make they make it out. And they shoot them with popcorn, though, and these popcorn, it's like they're like tracers. Yeah. It's the coolest thing ever, because when you see them pull out this gun, it looks like a, a, a fake Nerf gun or something. You're like, oh, okay, yeah, this is dumb. But then he shoots out popcorn, and you're like, oh, ha-ha. But then the popcorn's got, like, tracers, it's like literally tracing these people, and it sticks to them, and it's like GPS. Mm-hmm. That's uh, some high-tech shit for 1980. Yeah, bro, like that that was really cool, actually. Um, but it sticks to them, and then they run back to the police, and they tell them, and obviously Officer Mooney doesn't believe them, and then the over-actor Dave does believe them, but it was Debbie's ex-boyfriend, so there's a little tension there. There's other characters that we need to mention, and that is um, the, the ice cream truck guys. Um Rich and um, um, Paul, Rich, uh, what the hell was their name? Rich and uh, Paul, yeah, Rich and Paul. So these guys, they drove around a clown ice cream truck, and they were a lot of fun. They mm-hmm. were funny two, uh, funny two people. They were a gruesome twosome. 
Yeah, man, they really were. Now, I did hear some sad news, Ozark Mark. Now, this was really sad. I just want to make sure that I'm not messing this up. The guy's name is Peter Lacassi, or Cassie, and that's the guy who played Paul. Well, I guess last year, man, 2020, he had uh, passed away, and I think he took his own life. So kind of crazy, kind of sad, but it's kind of weird because I enjoyed this movie so much, and obviously we're not friends, but it's like you still – has that ever happened in a movie where you're like, damn, that dude passed away or whatever? You're like – you're like more sad than you should be. Yeah. You're like, I don't know this guy, but it's like, that sucks, man. Like, you were really funny in that. And the guy who played Rich was the guy I saw that made a tweet about it. And he was like, he was my lifelong friend and shit. You're like, God damn, dude. That sucks. So that's a little sloppy horror uh, PSA. Mental health's a thing. Check on your uh, happy friends. Check on your sad friends. Okay. Now. We're done with the sadness because we don't focus really on sadness. But I figure if we're going to break down the movie, these two characters were big. That should be mentioned. Very sad regards to his family, but I am happy that I can still enjoy his work. Now, isn't that something? You know, oh, do we need to remake a movie, Ozark Mark, so people will remember it? Do not. No. Ever. 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 Remake this movie. Mm -mm. Do not. I'm cool with, like, even a part three. But you can make a new part, but do not remake it. Nope. Uh -uh. Nope. There's, it's really funny that um, you could tell it was, like, at the cutting edge of these special effects, but the Cheeto brothers are really good at these special effects, so it looks well. But as a producer, maybe you've noticed this. I love the sounds the clowns make because you could tell that they were playing on a keyboard with the pitches mm -hmm. a lot on yeah. them. And I, for some reason, I really love the noises they make. Mm -hmm. it, like they're kind of I, – I only know that noise as a killer clown noise, if that makes sense. Like there's just weird little <laughs> – Yeah, it's a lot of distortion, a lot of reverb. And they probably – what my guess is, is they recorded just the noise – the. Uh, noises some human or actor was making the noises with his mouth and mm -hmm. then you distort that affect that and then you also put a little keyboard faded in there and you join them together and it makes that weird eerie outer space sound did you enjoy that i, I it, it looked, almost sounds campy but it like works still they look like those those are the sounds they would make and this is a thing that i really want to drive home with killer clowns um I've said Chiodo Brothers a lot because it sounds fun to say, and I like to say it, but even as a B-picture, I would say the acting is what makes this movie more of a B-picture because the effects really still hold up. Like, they do not look as bad as you remember them being. When you, I, I mean, obviously, Ozark and I, we watch these movies millions of times, but we do brush back up before we discuss them, and we'll watch them again. I was highly impressed with the special, uh, special effects for 1988. It does not look hard to – the hardest part to watch is the overacting and, like, the goofy acting, uh, the whole premise, uh, and which it's a weird premise, so it has to be a little goofy. But the spaceship looked fucking sweet. Like, it looked awesome. Like, that set was beautiful. Yeah, the inside of their spaceship was probably the greatest. Yeah, and, and like, even – That the looks so much fun. Oh, dude, <laughs> Going that's a blast. to their spaceship, dude. Somebody for the some theme park needs to remake that tent as a haunted house or something. That would be fun as shit. Now, Mark, obviously, Mark knows that I haunt and I scare people, and I I've been taking seasons off because my child. I mean, I worked last season, but I've been taking seasons off because my youngest. Then obviously, this podcast is rolling so hard, and with October being a great month for us, I'm not going to take that off. But what I can say 
is once things once sloppy horror really starts get rolling and we have the freedom to leave our nine to fives and we have that haunted house open that we eventually plan to do one of my greatest joys and things I look forward to because I've talked a lot of my friends into doing dumb shit. I do it all the time. And I know they hate me for it, but a lot of times they're just like, well, you just shut the fuck up and they'll do it for me just to shut me up. But one thing that I would love to do with you is haunt because it's something that's, I'm not saying it's like extreme, like you couldn't do it, but it's not something that I talk everybody into. It's something that people have to kind of seek out for themselves. But once we're in a position where we can just straight do horror 24-7, my greatest joy is going to be able to work a night in a haunted house with you in a clown room because I don't think you would leave. I think <laughs> I wouldn't. I think the moment you made someone cry or like the moment you got that power, because if all my haunters know what you're talking about because you have that gene in you where you're like, oh, this is fun. And it's, I tell you the most fun, when I was a teenager, I was just able to stay out of trouble because, I mean, we were kids doing shit we weren't supposed to but i tell you from about august from about this time of year until the end of october these haunted houses the one especially the one my first one i worked at these guys opened arms to me and like they didn't have a million people coming to help them out they relied on the kids nerdy kids like me and i would be there in august painting rooms rooms that weren't even my room setting them up like i was a cinematographer and, like, now I look back at that like, wow, what an opportunity. Because even now I haunt and I can make my own characters. But that's just crazy, man. I got to set up all these rooms, but that was a lot of fun. And setting up the clown room was a lot of fun. Our particular one, we made a giant box in the middle of the floor, like a giant jack-in-the-box. And I would say it was probably four feet high. I mean, you know, and it had this, like, little thing that you wound up and you could pop out of. And it was a lot of fun. I would love to see you in that. And... So you mentioning like, hey, somebody needs to do this set down the road when we have that sloppy horror haunted house, man. That's when it comes to the clown room, Ozark is going to be so hands on. I don't care if you do anything with this haunted house except help me design the clown room. That's what you're going to do. You are Mr. Like when I think of clown shit, when I see I love clowns, but when I see them, I think of you. That's how much clowns. Clowns are my probably favorite thing in this world. If you you're have talking a, horror, clowns mm-hmm. are fucking it. Everything about a clown. I see clowns, I get pure joy. I fucking love them. And I've been disappointed. I don't... Now, I love haunted houses. They're great. I usually don't... I, I much rather work a haunted house than go through one. Sure. Um, just simply because every time, you know, it's boring now because you go there with your my wife or girl or, you know, whoever it is at the time. Mm-hmm. And they always go for her. They always go for the girls. So you're just sitting there back, okay. Oh. Yep. Oh, that's cool. It's kind of boring. But working one, absolutely. I would go to You people would come from miles to go through Ozark Mark's Clown. And, I, and I'm telling you, like, regardless, hey, I still have the company. We could do this. So there's a few different styles of haunting, too. Like, and we're, we're going to branch back in with Killer Clowns. But this all deals with everything. You guys know us now, and you like to hear us bullshit a tad bit. So... Not like uh, there's a thing with this horror world, and a I've been so thankful because it's like adopted me in, so to speak. I've always been in it, and I didn't even realize like Ozark and I were two kids. I'm not saying that uh, people gave us the most respect because we were young uh, punks. We were young punks, and now it's we're at a point where people give us respect and things, and that's a uh, that's amazing because we're doing it across all branches here. Not only are we talking the podcast. We're hitting all these platforms for you guys, talking all the horror stuff. 
But I am so serious about the Sloppy Horror Theater and the Sloppy Horror Haunted House. These things are coming very soon because I'm like trying to hit the EKG to the horror genre because it's in great places. There are great directors out there, Mark. There, I'm not a big A24 Productions or Ori Aster film guy. I'm not huge into those. They're a little artsy, a little pretentious, a little long. Not my taste per se, but they are original ideas. Don't really like Jordan Peele's style of preachy horror movies beat you over the head because I like to escape. Life's hard enough. I want to watch people turned into cotton candy. That's what I like. But it's a new idea for the most part. I like that. So it's headed in the right direction, but we need more terrifiers. We need more movies like that. And I think once you and I are in a position where we have the platforms to A, make these movies, and B, just put a just a surge back into it because all it is are people are afraid to take the chance. Production companies, Paramount Pictures isn't going to roll the dice on a, a a new idea for a horror movie for the most part. They're going to be like, oh, Halloween 64? Mm-hmm. We'll make that. Yeah, we know people will come see that. You don't need a big recipe. You just need the mask. You need the guy with the knife. You need young, hot people. Some cussing, some partying, some murder. I mean, if they if they listen to the show, they could use the my my you know kills casting. You know, they they could they could go off my rating system. But that's really all you need. And then you got millions of fucking dollars. You don't even need high dollar actors and actresses. So. I want to see that brought back, and I think you and I could bring that back, and we can even have fun with it, make pictures like this, like Killer Clowns from Outer Space. One day, when you and I are making a clown horror movie, that's when you know we made it. We're going to look at each other like, what the hell are we doing? Because that's the dream, man. But I'm telling you, you give Ozark Mark and Christian Ramey a shot at making a clown movie, you think it was scary. Like, I just... Hey, let me tell you something. Yeah. That's going to be... A spook. Oh, dude. Okay. I can't wait, dude. It's going to happen. We put it in the atmosphere. We talk this. We have these loyal fans. We have these people. So maybe maybe someday soon. But regardless, we're going to keep going at it. It's like there's all kinds of stuff I know about horror. Like all kinds. Do you know anything? No. Oh. Oink, oink, motherfucker. Welcome to the What Do You Know Here. This is a segment here where we're here to tell you something that you may or may not possibly know about this movie. Now, if this is your first time here, hello to you. We're going to find out what you know because we're going to tell you what we know. Now, if you don't know what we know, you're about to find out what we know. And then we're going to know together. And then together we're going to cycle up and have a we-know-gasm. It's kind of like a period, but less painful, and you can still eat ice cream. You'll be fine. I love ice cream. Everybody loves ice cream and cookies. I do love ice so, cream. So, why don't we start off here and tell me something that you may or may not have known about this movie here, The Killer Clowns from Outer Space. Look, there looks like the semen on that blanket. That's not semen. It looks like some man... It's not. A's. It's not, though. I just literally washed it before you came over here. Okay, this movie, Killer Clowns from Outer Space. Um, it happens to have a, a 
an original theme song at the beginning. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> sorry, you know, sometimes I get a little I get a little worked up when I'm talking here. Yeah, I'm sorry. Go ahead, good continue, please. Anyways, there's a band and their name's the Dickies, which is a strange title of a band, but you know. I'm not <laughs> I'm not, I don't think they got famous. Wonder why? Wonder why? Hey, when our name's Dicks. You know, that's not good. That's not a good look. But here's what happened. They didn't even see this movie before they made the song. Okay, they said, they hired them on. They said, hey, <laughs> we're making a movie called Killer Clowns from After Space. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> I'm going to have to start. <laughs> I gotta start closing my eyes because I cannot take you seriously in that outfit was so fucking ever. <laughs> I can't do it. Oh my god. I'm sorry. I'm fucking sorry. Holy shit. Dude, I can't. I look like it's grandma. <laughs> oh my oh, god. Right. I'm crying. <laughs> I am Oh my god, I can't look at myself. Don't look at yourself. Don't do it because I can't even look at you. I'm pulling it together. Oh my god. Did you hear me in the bathroom laughing? I walked in and I was like, what do I look like? I'm literally crying. Okay, so the band, the band, the Dickies. <laughs> okay. They make this song, right? <laughs> yes, there's this band named the Dickies. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> they brought me to tears. <laughs> the music's so touching. Oh no! So they got oh oh shit! Stop laughing! I can't help it. Stop it! Okay. Oh, people are gonna be like, "What the fuck is going on?" Holy shit! Okay. Listen, if you're an audio listener, you need to go to fucking YouTube right now and look, watch this fucking segment because he's fucking killing me right now. Look, no big deal. This no band deal of Dickies, yeah. they wrote this song. They never even seen the movie beforehand. And I don't know if you've ever seen this movie, but it's a pretty awesome song. Absolutely. Like it, this this is an earworm riff of a song in your fucking head, I guarantee it. It's Anybody so who good. has watched this movie in the past three days... That song has popped in your head at least three, five times. That just in general, that by itself, like, add a guitar riff to that? Holy, holy shit. And then they sang Killer Clowns. I mean, it's it's altogether a good song. Oh, absolutely, 100%. Like, I'm not a, I'm not upset at any point if you put that song on. Like, if, that was, if somebody, like, came in my room and woke me up and said, hey, it's time to get up, nah, 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 and you're like, okay, what are we doing today? That's a good idea. I'm about to make that my alarm because they know you say you know if you, you you put one of your favorite songs as your alarm you're gonna end up hating it because it's the thing that wakes you up yeah that's but true i don't think i can ever be dissatisfied with this song as my alarm here no what, what would happen song? what would happen if you put it on and you don't like the song like would you eventually like the song i don't know they say two negatives make a positive so you know what i mean i don't know that might work Okay. You don't like to get up. You don't. Okay, so we got two negatives here, right? You don't like the song. Uh -huh. You don't like to get up. But then they smash together, 
and they make a positive. I think that's how that works there. I think this this is basic science here. Okay. Yeah, so that's a good idea. Maybe try that. I think that's how magnets work. I don't know. I don't know. But look here. What a you, fact. You got, what stuff, a, you got stuff. I got I got I got a fact here. Oh. First of all, let me compliment you. What a fact. What a song. Oh, very great good song. here. So uh okay. So uh I got a fact here. So you know uh when uh Mike and Debbie they first go into the the spaceship, they first discover it, they go in there and then the clowns discover them, right? Mike and, and they, Debbie. Yeah, Mike and Debbie. Okay. And then uh you know they they run out and the clowns they start chasing them. Yes. So one of the clowns comes up here and makes a animal balloon of a dog. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I remember and that. And then part. they make the dog, you know, follow the fucking People. Trail of popcorn. Yeah, trail of popcorn. Now this is genius because one, first of all, this is a real fucking dog balloon. Like this ain't no CGI people. This is 1988. Okay, this is a real fucking balloon animal. And you're like, and they did stop motion with it. Okay, makes sense. The Cheeto brothers, they like stop motion. They make stop motion. So you gotta think to yourself, how they gonna? They can't have like a hundred dog balloons here. That you know, what I mean, that's a lot of work. That's a lot of fucking work. That's so, a lot of air. So what they lungs. did was they make they made a. Uh, a balloon dog already and then they dipped it in latex they dipped it in latex so it doesn't fucking pop like condom yeah and then they air dried it so it like you know solidified or something you know whatever. oh like hardened the guy up yeah Maybe, so okay. hardens you know kind of like a candle uh-huh or whatever uh-huh so there you go they did that so what a creative fucking way Okay. The things you got to do to make a movie. A lot of people don't realize how much work goes into these motion pictures here. But that's a, that's a cool little fact I know about that the balloon. That's ball. somebody's job. That is somebody's job. What a fucking job there. What are you doing? I'm, I'm making condom, I'm, you know, balloons. I'm making condom dogs. <laughs> yeah, condom dogs. Yeah. For killer clowns for outer space. Condominium dogs. Yeah. Okay. So, I got another fact. Okay. <laughs> Do that. <laughs> Alright, don't get me going again. Say it. what's your fact? Stop. <laughs> Stop it. I can't take this shit anymore. Hurry up and say your facts so we can get the fuck out of this segment and you get the fuck out of that outfit. I like to talk with my teeth. <laughs> we all no. know that. Look. What's your you fact remember here? that TV show or the comedian Christopher Titus? He had like a show in the '90s, the Titus Show. Yeah, he's a good, he's a very well-respected uh, stand-up comic as well. I think he is. He is. He's a funny guy. He's a funny guy. I don't know. I don't know his full history. I don't know if something if there's something bad about him or anything. So, uh, but from from what I saw about him, I enjoyed him, and I don't know where he's at now. But I hope you're doing good, guy. Yeah, I hope you're doing good. You know what? You know what? What? He's in this movie. He's in this movie? Where is yeah. he at? Yeah. He, he's right in the beginning. So there's a, you know, with the cool songs going on, there's a guy who crosses the street and the police officer, you know, they almost like kind of run into each other. He's like, fucking cop. That's him. That's Christopher Titus. Yeah, he kind of looks like a nerd. He's got glasses yeah, on. Yeah, I didn't hair. even recognize him. Well, probably because I've never used to seeing him so young. Some, some people look good in disguise. Yeah, they really do. You can't recognize him. No. Not at all. Uh-uh. You know what's funny about that too? I love how their beer just is a can that says beer on it. Beer. <laughs> beer. <laughs> what are you drinking? Beer. beer. <laughs> I want one of those. Somebody make a can like that. <laughs> oh, I always thought I thought that was pretty fucking funny. So uh, is that that's a great fact. Is that all you know here? Yeah, these things hurt my eyes. Can you even see out of those? No, they hurt. 
they hurt my I don't know who's these are or where they came from but whoever has these needs new eyes because there's no way there's no way you know sometimes I you know dead eye you know hit a little of the you know the greenery and then my eye goes a little lazy that's it tells me and says hey it's time to stop partying pal it's like you know a meter on my gas tank I know like when it's all the way this way it's time for me to go to bed yeah well, you know yeah I've done fell asleep it means yeah bed by time yeah I think you know it, it, it's making plans ahead of me and that's what's going on but whoever needs these bad boys they can't see at all they shouldn't drive they shouldn't drive. I want you to put these motherfuckers and they hurt. I mean, you can't see through them. Nah, I ain't looking through those sons of bitches. That's why you gotta do the old people thing and look over them. And they, they usually don't keep their mouth closed when they do it. <laughs> Alright, that's it. Fuck, fuck this shit. I'm out of here. Alright, you guys know stuff. Ow. Ow. It poked me. Wow, man. Wow. I mean, every week we're getting informed. Those weenogasms. I know you guys like them. I like them. Who doesn't like a good old-fashioned we-no-gasm? Now, this is a kind of random, Mark, but do you have you ever seen Angels in the Outfield? Absolutely. Great movie. Awesome movie. It's an amazing movie. It's a spectacular movie. Oh, it is a spectacular movie. Do you remember there was an asshole guy that was, like, in the baseball stands... And he was next to the kids when they caught, like, the foul ball or, like, yeah, the home run ball. Yeah, he's like, go back to Cincinnati! That guy. Yeah. That guy. That's, that guy, or that guy is in this movie. He's the one that says, what are you going to do, knock my block off? And he punches his head off. That, that is, that is correct. Dude, and what's even weirder is that guy is not, like, a super well-known actor. So he falls in that list of, like, where the hell are you at now? Like, are you okay because that movie was so impactful to me. Yeah, man. Angels in the Outfield. That's just really strange because I loved that movie and I never really put that together till I was an adult that that was the same guy. But that was that fun clown, Shorty. He might he might be my favorite clown. I got to think about that. Do you have a favorite clown in this? It's hard to pick, but I think I do. I think it's the clown that uh, is in the jail with Mooney. Oh, yeah, I like him a lot, too. I think he's called, like, Clownzilla. Like, the bigger one? Yeah, the bigger purple one, the one that goes into the station and kills Mooney. Mm-hmm. That's my favorite one, I think. Because that whole interaction with him and Mooney is just fun the whole way through. And he painted him up? He painted him up, and he also had the best kill out of all of them, which he killed Mooney, and he made him into a puppet. Yeah. And that's the best line from Mooney. He was like, don't worry, Dave. We're just here to kill you. <laughs> <laughs> and he takes his hand out, wipes blood off, kills the two guys in the jail. But he's always fucking with Mooney. You know, Mooney puts him in handcuffs and his hands just pop off. <laughs> was that the same one that tried to lure the little girl out of the restaurant? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. And that was actually kind of a creepy part. We often talk about Segway Horror because there's that, like, I'll get those questions on my lives and they'll say, like, hey, man, uh, what, what's a good movie for my kid to watch because I want to get them into horror? And first and foremost, if your kid's not into horror, they're not into horror, and I wouldn't be into, like, forcing my kids into anything. I It's really strange because I would say, like, my older two aren't, but, like, my older two, like, have pictures with Kane Hodder and Robert Englund, and, like, they're so well-versed in the genre that I don't even think it's, like, a passion. It's just something they don't even – it's like going to church to them. Like, they don't even, like, that's just it. They don't, like, kind of know. But my youngest, I think she's got the horror bug. 
because she's always trying to watch stuff she's not supposed to, getting into stuff down here. And she'll, I'm not kidding, dude. I'll come down here. There'll be no lights on down here. And she'll be like, I'm down here. And you're like, okay. And she'll have the mask. She'll be pressing this witch and lighting it up. And I'm like, There's, I mean, you got it in you, kid. But don't push it on your kids. But if they're into it, people under the stairs, we talked about that one. That's great. Killer Clowns from Outer Space isn't too bad. I don't think there's any nudity in it. No, there's no nudity. There's there's suggestive just, scenes. There, there's just the shower. That's the closest thing to nudity, <laughs> but that's it. And you see like um, a stomach, and like you just see legs yeah. and a stomach. Really, you don't like really see. That's any... it. I think this movie is perfect for your out outdoor summer movie nights. Uh huh. Or Halloween, the the campfire on a projector during Halloween, or trick or treating and stuff. Yeah. You know, put it up on the side of the house. This is a perfect, fun movie that really everybody can enjoy. And you're excited to see about it. Like, when you hear Killer Clowns, if anybody knows about it, they're excited to see it. Oh, yeah. And if you have somebody that's afraid of clowns, this might even be a movie that you could put onto them and be like, look, this is why we like clowns. Yeah, this is a, this is a segue into clowns for people who are afraid of clowns, I would say. Mm-hmm. Because they're not... they're. I mean, they're fun time. They're funny looking. Like there's, this is not. These are not creepy clowns. Like I, I, now, it's hard for me to say because I don't have clown phobia. But I feel like if you would have clown phobia, you're not even going to be scared of these clowns, versus a Pennywise or something. You know it's what I mean? That one. Yeah. Clown nails. Yeah. I, I always think of that now since you. I told you, it's messed up. I can't. You can't get that out of your head. But the killer clowns from outer space they don't look like real clowns i guess you could say like they look they like look suits. like yeah they look like costume clowns mm-hmm. like so i think so, if you know somebody who's scared of clowns i think this is a good movie to show them and they won't be scared yeah my kids always ask about this movie they always ask about this and even the older two who aren't necessarily crazy about horror they're just like oh killer clowns can we watch that one dad you remember when you we would watch that i was like yep we could throw that in the rotation. Yeah, it's perfect fun time, man. Like I said before, I haven't let my three-year-old watch it yet, but she would probably. Dude, she's nuts, man. She's just nuts. No, I, she would love Shorty and all. She would love all the clowns. I guarantee it. I know. If it wasn't for like the death part, like the, because I don't think she's terrified. I just think she's gonna go around knocking people's block off. We got to We need holy water for this one. I don't. She's wild, man. I don't know what happened. All the energy she's trickled down. Go around knocking people's block Dude, off. Dude, I'm not kidding. She's nuts. Like I'm like, you cannot hit people. But I guess all toddlers, you're teaching them. But well, sure, yeah. I mean, they're very impressionable at this age. So if you show her, show them somebody getting their block knocked off, she's gonna try and do it. Well, her older sibling is 15, and the other one's 10. So she's just learning from them, and like she's just not timid. And it's like ah. Not because I think you'll be afraid, because I don't want to open your world up yet. (laughs) Let's stick with Disney a little bit. And we go Monster Squad. I like Monster Squad a lot. That one's good. Halloween Town, uh, Casper, those kind of Adam's Family, those those fun classics. And which are fun. That's what, they're spooky. And, And even as corny as like the... ABC's like 31 Nights of Halloween, and they're playing those Caspers and those. Those are still good watches, man. Mm-hmm. Beetlejuice, all that stuff. Yeah, yeah, it gets you in the fall season, and it's what gets your kids into it. Because if your kid's like, no, nah, I don't like Beetlejuice, we might not be into horror, and that's okay. But you have those certain kids, it's like, let me watch Beetlejuice 47 times in February. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you're like, oh, yeah, he's got it. He's got it. Yeah. Never change, kid, never change. What, um... 
Now, we got your favorite clown, Shorty. What What is your favorite uh, part or couple? You might have a couple favorite parts. I always like asking this question. Mm-hmm. And um, some people might feel the same. Some people will have different favorite parts, obviously. But I want to know what yours is. I definitely enjoyed the old man and the dog. Yes. Those those were great to me. Um, there's a scene that sticks out to me that I don't know why, but Mike and Debbie are in the spaceship, and they there's the, all these cotton candy bodies, and they know that they're bodies, and they're like, oh, shit, and they, she screams, and then the clown hears them, and they have these real trippy elevator doors. There's like they're swinging, revolving doors, and you just, as soon as it turns around, you are on the next floor. Yeah. Like, it's really creepy, but they're like running from him, and I'm not saying it's scary, but it's like the first clown reveal almost. So, like, you're not really sure what's going on. You're not sure if these guys are going to be serious or comedic or what's going on. But you have that, like, you better get the fuck out of there, man. I don't know where you're at. But these dudes, they just gave that old man the business out there. Like, I guess you did see one clown with the old man, and he did pop out and shoot him. But he was all business. He he killed him. And then all of a sudden, you see a shadow of a clown. And I kind of like that one, too. Um I think he's up in that picture. He might be the middle one there. Um, I don't know, but I do like him. I think it's the one on the far right, the red one. Yeah, I, I the red one. I liked him too. See that? Yeah, okay, that's um, a good one. That's the, those are good scenes. Um, I like I, I like that police interaction when the two punks get arrested in, and then uh, the Dave's just like, "If you're gonna book them, you're gonna do them the right way." And he's like, hey, "What are you kidding?" He says, "I got public intoxication." I got public intoxication. Drinking wine on school campus. Trespassing. Give me a break. (laughs) (laughs) He's so angry. Mooney is the best, man. I can't stress it enough. Like, he's such an overacted. It's like he watched too many Clint Eastwood movies or something. And he was in them, believe it or not. That's why. That's why. It's so over top. Um, I really enjoyed. It's a very random part like mine always are. Okay. But it's when Mike... Debbie and Dave are running from the clowns towards the end of the movie, and they're running through their spaceship, and they're trying to get away, you know, and they keep going through all these doors and yeah. elevators and stuff. <laughs> it's when Mike finds a door, and he opens it up, and it's another door. <laughs> yeah. And he just keeps opening doors. It's like five doors. It's like such a classic clown thing, and I love that they put it in there. It's like a funhouse thing. But he just keeps cracking me up because he keeps saying it the same way. He goes, Another door, another, oh. another door, <laughs> another door. He says it like every door. <laughs> that shit. Another door. That shit was comedy, dude. <laughs> you're gonna, yeah, you're gonna hold your sides watching this movie. They're walking through a hallway and it's just a bunch of balloons. Like, I would die so quick in this movie if I was in this movie. Oh, uh, me die. too. I would die instantly. Worse than the old man. We'd oh, yeah. walk right in like, I would hey, walk guys. Right in. It's like, hey, Christian, there's balloons in here. Come check this one out. <sighs> <laughs> We'd wave to him. Hey! Hey, dude, this place is the shit. Don't turn <laughs> us into cotton candy. We want to roll with you guys. Yeah. I'll show you where all the good people are at, okay? Yeah, we'll bring you all kinds of people, man. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Let us roll around with you in your spaceship for a day. We don't know what you do up here, but we want to know. We want to figure it out. Can I ask you a question? Sure. Now, I've always wondered this every time I watch this movie. So, you have the three characters. You have Mike and Debbie. And technically, they are dating or 
boyfriend and girlfriend or something, I assume. It's never really yes. established, but I assume you are some kind of relationship in the 80s when you're up on Makeup Mountain. Yeah, they, they, are, they are together. Okay. Now we have Dave, the blonde cop, who is Debbie's ex. And throughout the movie, Dave and Debbie get closer. Yes. That whole final runaway scene once he pops the balloon in her and she's holding dave she's holding on to dave dave is grabbing her uh hand and holding her hand and running away and then at the end when he comes back he's got dave's hands are on debbie's shoulders and he's like kissing her head and shit and mike's just standing there not doing shit about it so what the fuck are they gonna have a love triangle did dave just steal back debbie or is debbie just so relieved Mike's, that, Mike's a watcher. He likes to watch him bang. I feel Mike's a little bitch about it. It's like, dude, I do too. like, dude, the ex is making moves on your girl, and you aren't doing shit about it. Yeah. So, and obviously Debbie, I mean, like, what a hua. Like, you just switch oh, yeah. teams like that. You like, all it takes. Slooty sloot, you sloppy whore. Oh, I know. So I've always wondered that. What do you think? Do you think Dave has won back Debbie, or do you, or do you think Debbie will still go back? I don't think Mike, Mike really gave a shit. Like, I think he, like, it was very much like a new girlfriend. He's like, I don't care about you. You're weird. You got problems. You think so? I do. I do. So I think he I think he was putting off real fuck it energy. And I think uh, uh, Dave was putting off real simp energy, just like, what's wrong? So I don't understand so the dynamic. What does simp mean? Okay, I don't know what the fuck that means. What does that mean? I'm so showing my age here, I know, and this is how often I'm not on social media or up to hip with the fucking cool kids. What the fuck does simp mean? Um, I, I want to break down uh, the acronym. I forget the acronym, but it's pretty much like the dudes out there that are like, hey, babe, what's going on? How are you? How was your day? Like the super, like the guys, and you'll see them on the internet, like that just try to shoot their shots under girls like selfies, and they just don't have it. They don't. They don't know how to communicate with women very well, um, and they're like that level where they're friend zoned. It's the guys who are always friend zoned. Is what's going on. So pretty much not anything that's happening in this room, you know. And like I feel bad because I'm trying to find a better way to describe it the way I would understand it. But I think what did we used to call simps, kids? Uh, I feel like this is a, still a term that's been going on for many, many years. It's just we called it something different. When it's we kind of like here. almost like a yes man, kind of like. Uh, 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 you know what they said it is? It says suckers idolizing mediocre pussy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I get it now. All right. Yeah. All right. Sorry, I just had to figure that shit out real quick because uh-huh. I know I'm not in touch. I think we fall under the Chad category, and we don't mean to, but it's just our. What nature. the fuck is a Chad? So it and what's kind of bullshit because it's not like an insult, but it kind of is an insult. A Chad is like, so this was all explained to me through friends, okay? Because I didn't, I thought it was kind of silly too, but there's like the simps and then there's the incels those are like the involuntarily celibate people so the people that like don't want to be celibate but they are you know the chuds they're they're uh, like you know whatever that's just who they are so they want to bang but they just can't and they're just stuck in the zone incels yeah and the they fault that because us chads have our roam of the land because even girls who are threes and fours, they're supposed to shoot their shots at three and four dudes, but they don't. They shoot their shots at like eight and above dudes. 
And like, even if we're sevens, whatever. I, I mean, I feel confident that we're at least pretty good eights, but um, whatever. <laughs> yeah, I mean, whatever. But girls will shoot their shots. I'm at least an eight and a half. I'm I mean, a half point above your upper Honestly, ass. I feel like eight. We're being modest with eight. Okay. All right. Look. I, I, just because aging is weird, man. Something happens to dudes in their 30s. They either go one way or the other. But Dude, that's men, it. I, men usually age like wine. Women age like cheese. That's what's... That's what, they, that's what they say, though. <laughs> no, that's not always true, but I'm is just that saying. Is that an Ozark quote? No, that, oh, no, okay, dude, that's, that's some... something from, like, way back in the day. But okay. I forget he said that, but that was the saying, like, men age like wine and women age like cheese. Now, obviously, so, that is not true. But, but like, they say know. they say chads can be, like, kind of douchey, but not always. Sometimes there's the nice chads, and maybe we fall under that. But we are in that, like, um... I don't want to say athlete tier, but we're, I, you know what I mean? And, and I'm just saying what other people have labeled us. I'm not labeling ourselves. I'm new to the culture and what all this means. But I have been called a Chad multiple times. So I was like, I'll just roll with it at this point. Like, whatever. I don't think it's that like, hey, man, you're a Chad. You're one of those guys that slays all that pussy. Well. Uh, thank you, I guess. <laughs> well, I'd rather be that yeah. than a Chad or, or not a Chad, not a a simp or an incel, I guess. And so, yeah, it's very strange. I think, and honestly, I think it's very silly because I think there are so many like women that don't want to deal with dudes because dudes like us are like we're probably not easy. To Look, date. dude, just walk outside and you'll see that there is somebody out there for anybody. Oh, dog, for sure. You know how many? Have you ever looked at the two people and wonder like how how the fuck? There's so many ugly people that are married. <laughs> so many ugly people are married and they're nice, in love. Dude, I know. I was trying to be nice. There are ugly people that know they're ugly and that are married, and they're like, "Yep, you're right, right now, okay." And that's okay, like, because there are there are problems that come on every aspect because they might be better people, you know. But we don't know. We don't know. All I'm trying to tell you is what other people have labeled us, and that's okay. I'll roll with it. That is what it is. But I think it's at least interesting. And you asked what it meant, and it's like, I don't know. Somebody really broke it down to me, and you know that, like, hits blunts meme where you're like, that's how I felt when they were explaining it. I was like, huh? <laughs> you got the perfect face for that, too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just like the, the fuck you're talking about? But then it kind of made sense because you know how your phones are always listening. So I saw like more memes of that kind of stuff pop up. And it, the memes do crack me up, and they are kind of funny. Mm, okay. Well, thank you for uh, informing me. Dave of is today's, That was uh, Today's Culture with uh, Christian Ramey. New, new segment right there. <laughs> Bam. You, guys, you just fill me in on what the kids are doing these days because I have no fucking idea. Um, also, I'm very interested in to find out what your rating is for the Killer Clowns for Out of Space. I do think it's time. Bitch, what's up? Welcome to it here. This is the segment here of the Sloppy Horror Podcast rating. This is a uh, superstar segment here. This is the most informative, and uh, it's great because, uh, you know, we're going to rate this movie. I'm not going to do it because I ain't no fucking nerd. But Christian's going to do it because he is your scary movie companion, horror nerd, lovable, uh, you know, fucking Chad over there. I guess that's what you're called. Yeah, I guess we are. So, uh, this is a very simple uh, procedure here. If this is your first time here, hello to you. Welcome. Hola. 
This is the Sloppy Horror Podcast rating. It's done in four categories. Three of the categories were three points. Last category is worth one point for a total of... Ten points altogether. Ten is a solid number. The top ten. The Ten Commandments. The Ten Crack Commandments. Yeah. <laughs> that is a good song. I love that song. So... <laughs> the first uh, category here in the Sloppy Horror Podcast rating when we're going to talk about casting for three points total. Okay. What do you got here? So I do like the characters in this, and they do work well together. So I'm going to be modest in this movie and give it a one and a half because the acting and the scripting is not that best for what these people are saying and how they're talking. But there is a chemistry on screen, so I will give this a one and a half because there are so many great movies that go so hard for acting and they gel well together that you can't even like... I mean, if Silence of the Lambs is a three in acting, like, and I'm giving this a one and a half, that's pretty modest, you know? Well, I really just... I would just say Mooney and the old guy in the beginning is a solid one and a half just by itself, and that's really the best actors. And I do think Mike is a good actor. Uh, There are parts in his script you can tell that were not that great, but as far as just like being believable, he's just kind of got that, hey, kind of like I'm not like a... What's going on here? Yeah, like he's not some, on theater. In some uh, in some moments, it looks a little bit better acting than some. But mm-hmm. you know, you can't. It's it's killer clowns from outer space. What do you want? Academy Award? No. No, I'm going one. You're gonna one. go one now. Yeah, one. Is that your final answer? Yeah, one's final answer. Okay, so that's one out of three for casting. That's one out of ten so far. Let's go on to the next category here in the Sloppy Horror Podcast rating. That is kills. By far, its strongest category. Yes. There's all kinds, man. You get old dudes getting electrocuted, shot in a cotton candy. You got people punching people's heads off. You have a whole wide, like you said, somebody got turned into a puppet. Somebody got turned into popcorn. Turned into popcorn, man. That's that's nuts. I like variety. I like when there's innovativeness to it because you could tell that somebody says, hey, man, we're going to have fun with this movie. What do you want to see done to these clowns? How should we make this look like they're killing people? What should we do? Somebody thought about this and put some tender love and care this is a three for me this is a three um and and i like that we separate kills from fear because kills don't have to be scary uh this Mm -mm. this is the 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 fireworks show at the end of the game this is the the hurrah this is what i have come for is to see what kind of ways you can rip people apart now not always every horror movie has kills in it and that doesn't kill it. That doesn't make it a bad horror movie. But it does make it a little artsier, almost like a Silence of the Lambs. But for killing and tear- tearing people apart, and even in a fun way, I-, I mean, we keep saying it, turn you into cotton candy. Like, that. what other movie do you know that's done that? If I said, I'm going to turn you into cotton candy, you would say, oh, just like Killer Clowns. Mm-hmm. So even though, oh, it's a B picture, it's like... Still pretty original. Yeah, and they had a good amount of kills too, which is great. Um, especially not only humans, the clowns die too. Mm-hmm. I love how you got to kill them in their nose. <laughs> that's the weak <laughs> that's, spot. That's hilarious. That's the weak spot. So that's three for kills. That brings us a total of four out of ten so far, with two categories left. Let's go on to the third and final three-point category here in the Sloppy Wood Podcast rating. That is fear. So it's not scary. It's not scary at all, and I can't. I can't give it a zero because there's people that are afraid of clowns, but this will be that half point. So I have to give it a half a point because there has to be somebody that is terrified of clowns that does not like this movie. But, man, I'm, like, really hard-pressed to find that person. Yeah, that's a very select few. 
Uh, yeah. That's uh, like a very select few, man. That's like finding somebody who doesn't like chocolate or something. Seriously, dude. It's it's a strange uh, parallel. Uh, most people love this movie. Kids love this movie. It's not scary at all, but I will keep... Because there is some clown phobia out there. You do see people that are afraid of clowns, so I will hold that accountable, and we will say a half a point. Half a point. Okay, so that takes us to four and a half out of ten here on the Sloppy Horror Podcast rating. Going to the final category here with one point. That is, does Christian Ramey fuck with this movie? Yes. Yes, absolutely. It's a comfort movie. This movie is like ice cream. Get yourself some ice cream and go watch this movie. You'll enjoy it. I I see overwhelming love for this random little movie that was slipped into the 80s. As far as the mainstream world, not everybody knows about this, but if you go to a horror convention, there is no way that you're going to make it through that whole day or weekend without seeing a piece of merch or seeing something from this movie. No, this movie really just brings out joy mm-hmm. for people when you watch it. This is, I mean, seriously, if you watch this movie, you can have a bad day. You could be bored. You are going to f- feel fun inside your body when you watch this. this you are. Uh, this hour and a half of cinema is going to lift up your spirits or take your mind off of whatever it is you're going through. And that's really what movies are meant to do. So that's a total of five and a half out of 10 for the rating of the killer clowns for outer space. Yep. Um, very, it, it, it sucks because I, I love this movie so much and I wish it had a higher score, but according to the categories, that's what it is. You as know. far as a horror movie, as far as a horror movie though. Yeah. That's but if just, you're going a fun time, this would be a 10 out of 10. Absolutely. It's a, if this was a fun time meter, 10 out of 10. Absolutely. 11 this, out of 10. This this almost is not a horror movie to me. No. No. But not it, at all. But it technically is. I mean, it's <laughs> clowns from outer space killing people. Like, there's horror. Like, I really wish if the apocalypse were going to happen in our lifetime, I really wish this was the way. Oh, for sure. For you know sure. I mean? Take us out this way. I know. I'll go willing. So that's a, that's a that's a that's a pretty respectable score for that. So five out of ten. Um, but we absolutely one hundred percent recommend this if you have not watched this movie before. And if you have, go watch it again and have yourself a nice uh, hour and a half of fun. Have yourself a merry little Christmas. Clowns, huh? Oh, that's your front Mark. door. Ozark Mark. Yes. Here's what I got to tell these people out here. So, A, from the P.O. box to the merch, all that stuff's rocking and rolling, so keep your eyes and ears to all of our platforms. If you guys, A, have anything you want to give to us, you'll have an address you could send that. And then also keep your eyes out on the Instagram. We have um, new moderators running that, so we have uh, some giveaways going on and then a lot of interaction and polls, and we like when you guys interact. Obviously, you could see our faces on TikTok usually. Yep. We're and, on uh, there. Don't, don't be shy. Uh, jump in on all the fun. Uh, we love the interaction. We do. And uh, we will definitely interact with you absolutely 100%. We love that shit. So uh, become a sloppy hua or sloppo or slopnut or whatever the fuck our fan yeah. ba- our fans going to be called. But I'm telling you, man uh, – these uh, people in the fan clubs that we got going on, they're becoming friends. It's a beautiful thing. It's a nice little uh, thing we're building here, and it's a lot of fun. And if you're not part of it, 
The um, slow hose. Yeah. The what? Slow hose. Slow hose. I just mixed our words together. I, I, I combined them. That's not the best combination. Slow hose. Slow hose. Yeah, we want fast It sounds like... <laughs> we want a fast... No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Just teasing. Just just joshing around. Yeah, so be a lookout for all that. We have a Discord chat open for you. Um, you can send a message to either me or Christian... Well, not me anymore, but Christian Ramey. He will give you a link for that for you to join and have in on all the fun. And be a lookout for those contests, ladies and germs, because we're having merch on the way. And be and be very careful because eventually I'm gonna get the personal uh uh merch shit working in my own home, which I will make personally, and there will be limited edition items so, for sale. But those aren't gonna be so easy to earn. I'll tell you what. You know, people people have love for sloppy horror, but you know what they can do? If they really want to prove that, you don't have to really give us anything or do anything crazy. But at this stage, since everything's, I mean, and we're on this rocket ship, it's been, it's been very great and we're so appreciative. And we're, I mean, honestly, I'm humbled to, from all the response we get back. But if you really want to do us a solid, share it to people you think would listen to it. Let people know. I mean, I know all these people across the world, uh, they're a part of some kind of horror group and something they do. I don't care what platform you're on, whether it's Reddit or Facebook, whatever, whatever. A simple share goes a long way. I mean, it really does because we're just at that stage where we're growing and we appreciate the love, but we need to get the word out there. Ozark, Mark, and I are this close to being able to hang our hat up and do this full time. And I'm telling you, if you enjoy the show now... Let me just give you a little brief synopsis. You know, I'm, we're waking up 6, 7 in the morning, if not earlier than that. I'm shuffling kids around, going to work, coming home, making food. Ozark's doing all kinds of shit at his house. By the time we get here, it's late in the evening. And we're this entertaining late in the evening. So if we can wake up and entertain, I just, possibilities are endless. So if you want to do us a solid, spread the word ratings help we appreciate the love follow us on all our platforms and uh, keep your ear to the track man get yourself a t-shirt a hoodie a hat a beanie some koozies and we will be out at these conventions so if you see us like ozark said do not be shy come say something and um yeah man i'm, I'm really excited these episodes we're leading into the spooky season we're leading into october this is going to be like a grand finale of sorts and just a reminder, that 13th episode, the Halloween Day episode that we're releasing, it'll be out a week early. Find it on Patreon. We're going to have some more content on there. So I'm just real pumped up, Mark. I've never done anything this exciting leading into spooky season. And even next week, I'm not going to give you the movie, all you guys out there and girls, but it's a big it's a big one. Can it's I a ask, banger. Can I ask you a, a very serious question? Yeah. How in the fuck are you wearing a long sleeve shirt down here? I don't know. I'm not hot at all. I'm like kind of. How are you not hot? I I'm like a lizard, man. I can't wait for summer to be over. I enjoy the heat. Yeah. No. Mark's melting away. I <laughs> I am melting away. I swear. He melting. Oh man. My Good stuff. Butthole is swimming right now. You know what I mean. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I've been there. So, folks, keep your eyes and ears out. We appreciate all of you fans, whatever you want to be called. Thank you for checking out Sloppy Horror. I mean, seriously, from the bottom of our heart, 
That's why we're putting all this hard work in for you folks. So until next week, um, you guys are going to have you know, to find something to do. And if you get that bored and want to see us, find us. Christian Ramey, give me a sneak peek for next week. Give me a little clue of what your, the next episode will be. Give me a clue. Give me a clue. Chains. Chains? Chains. Chains. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. Chains. Okay. Chains well, everywhere. I'm going to leave now. Okay. Okay.